following pre-recorded program is sponsored by Amy Elaine Ministries Incorporated. Get ready to go courageously and live victoriously as you move forward into the life God has prepared for you. Welcome to the Past to Power show with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy, two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can move beyond your past to live in God's power today. Now, here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Hey friends, welcome to Past to Power with Amy Elaine and Latan Roland Murphy. We're excited to be here and today we have a really special guest for you. We are going to be talking to Amy Grant. You all know and love her and we're excited to talk to her about her story and what's going on in her life right now. Welcome to the show, Amy. Well, thank you. It's great to be with a circle of women. I poured myself a cup of coffee. I don't know what you guys are drinking, but... Oh, yeah, we've got our coffee, girl. Fantastic. Yeah, it's a must. Well, most of you listeners know who Amy Grant is. She is a gifted, beautiful woman of God with so much success under her belt that we don't even need to make mention of today. But we are so thankful for the light that she has been in the darkness When I met you, I told Amy Elaine that your humility is so beautiful, and that's what is just such a thing that precedes you. And so this morning, we just want to give Amy Grant the opportunity to tell the listeners what she would like them to know about her in this season of life. Well, I think I would love to start by just describing where I am right now, actually physically right now. So I spent the night, I drove out to our farm. I bought a farm back in 1994. Uh, I'm sure I will never live here. It has a few old structures on it, little one-room cabins, an old barn, all those things built in the 1800s. And I mean, do not picture Ralph Lauren. This is like snakes and mice um, (laughs) with a lot of old, um, you know, uh, comfortable furniture, a lot of wool blankets. Anyway, um, no running water. An outhouse. Wow. (laughs) But five Januaries ago, we started um, sharing the farm because people will visit the farm at all times of year and say, oh, I've always wanted a farm. Oh, I wish I had a place like this to get away. I'm looking at a farm. I'm thinking about buying acreage. And, you know, knowing to upkeep, I always say, whoo, a little farm goes a long way. (laughs) (laughs) You can share a farm. And um, anyway, so it was January of 2017 that the idea came to me, uh, actually in December, but we started in January, lighting an outdoor fire that's in a little semicircle of three little one-room structures. And it seemed like a crazy idea, but it just kind of came to me out of nowhere. And I thought, what if we light a fire and we invite people to come for 48 hours at a time, to come mid-afternoon, spend two nights, and then leave the following afternoon? And their only job is to keep that fire going. Wow. And we would supply things, coffee, tea, hot dogs, and we'd have a refrigerator and um camp cots and 
candles and firewood and uh but just you know so many times we don't do sort of out of the norm experiences because the setup takes forever i mean just going on a camping trip it's mostly packing and unpacking with a little camping in the middle anyway and i just thought why not it's truly an ugly time of year in nature outside you know it's a lot of wet gray days and occasional sun sunshine anyway and so we lit the fire on december 31st 2016 first five days of the year, torrential downpour. I had coerced a couple <laughs> of friends to sign up. They were slugging through mud. Oh my. But I threw a journal out there. And when I arrived to be the third firekeeper to Brilliant Sunshine, I read their journal entries. And it was they were so fascinating. It was like, it took me almost 12 hours just to stop spinning in my head. Wow. Eventually, I was able to just sit and stare into the fire. Wow. And then they were saying all these things, funny things, like a skunk came, um, you know, all these things that we were discovering of what happens when you <laughs> show up and stay there in the outdoors. But it, And I thought, what if this lasts three weeks? That would be awesome. And <laughs> anyway, we put the fire out May 1st. Wow. Wow. And so... All that to say, we this whole thing of keeping the fire, and uh, and I, it, I to me it does its own work. I just tell people, I hope you're reminded of fires in your own life that need tending, and Ooh, wow. while you're tending the fire, just ask for three things. Um, and I use the word ask instead of pray because not everybody has the same vocabulary. But I just said ask for wisdom for our leaders. And by the way, we're on our third president now asking mm-hmm. that request. Exactly. Uh, ask for wisdom and compassion for our leaders and the presence of God to be felt in new and exciting ways around the world mm. and a deeper understanding of community. Wow, that's powerful. So anyway, the firekeeper yesterday canceled. And so I went, well, I guess I'll just pack up. And I packed up so quickly and drove out here and the sky has dumped <laughs> snow and ice. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, I'm hoping I packed enough food. <laughs> it's so oh my beautiful. Goodness. It's so beautiful there. Um, I had the privilege of being there on your farm, and it's so beautiful. And I love the way your heart is to use it. So this is awesome. I love the idea of being fire keepers and just learning to be still in his presence. And I also really, really appreciate and love how you said that we don't all have the same vocabulary. We don't all know or, you know say that word, let's pray about that, but let's ask God Mm -hmm. for things. And when we ask of him, he does show up and in such big ways. So I love you sharing that story. I want to ask you a question that we always ask our guest on the show. And it's really led to a new name for us. Past to Power is the name of our show. And it used to be Real Victory Radio. But what we found is that everybody has a story and everybody has a past. And when we share our stories, it is encouraging and makes other people brave. And so the question I want to ask you today, Amy, is where in your life have you experienced the most victory or where are you experiencing the most victory right now? Well, the way my brain works, it's kind of like what I ate last night dictates what pops into my head (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, 
but uh, that's an interesting question. I mean, I don't think any, I, I think that we are always in process. Yes. And so it's, you know, it's like in a beautiful way, it's like climbing a hill and you get to the top and it's like, I did it. And then you go, oh, well, there's like another hill behind that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, this is a deep thing. Um, and, and also I, my experience in life has been that the lessons that were essential for me to learn in order for me to, I don't know how else to say it, but to have the strength and the freedom and the uh, imagination and the confidence to pursue dreams and things that I don't know how they're going to turn out. The, the, the lessons that are essential for that keep showing up in different scenarios. And I think the lesson that I have, the biggest lesson I would have to say in my life has been um, giving up control. Well, and you know, have I, am I victorious over that? I mean, when I die, then I will go, Woo-hoo, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I look at younger versions of myself and how I responded when I, was not in control of something or mm-hmm. trying to control it. Oh, man, yeah. You know, I, I went through a divorce. I was not able to control a relationship in a way that I thought this will be meaningful over a lifetime. Yes, yes. So was I right or wrong? You know, I just was. But it's funny that I remarried, and lo and behold, those control issues, well, hello, there they were again. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would say that the when I was thinking about the thing that I'm most grateful for is I'm married to somebody who is so different than mm-hmm. I am. And I have, through a lot of good lessons, learned the hard way. I've learned that it's possible um and not even possible, but essential that we learn to be content and happy um, knowing that we have our hands on our own wheel. Yes, that's so uh, good. And and how we navigate things that are hard or difficult or seemingly impossible is a combination of not trying to control another person, but controlling ourselves and that has just been that's a framework on which have hung (laughs) decades of stories (laughs) yeah Yeah, I think that victory is something that we you're right it is a process and it's not something that we always have and we Latana and I've been talking about how often things repeat themselves in our lives and it's just a a less a time for us to get that lesson deeper and God's like you haven't fully gotten that yet let's do this again and in just a sweet way that he lets us learn it again and walk around that mountain again and do that thing again but he shows up every time and he helps us learn how to like you said navigate those difficult places and I think that I 
I certainly have control issues. And we all um, do. We all do. We want to. It's 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 a sense of of knowing and we want to have control. And when we have to give Mm -hmm. that up, it's hard. But surrender is a place that I know is, you know, we all have continuing victory over, but sometimes it's, you know, we lose it or we aren't being victorious and that's okay. But I love how you shared your story of just learning to have the strength and the freedom and the imagination. I love when you said the imagination Mm -hmm. I loved when you shared about challenging your friends on what areas of their life need tending when you were making reference to keeping the fire going. That really pinged my heart. Like, I want to really take some time going forward after this interview to really soak in that thought of what areas of my life need tending. Mm. That's so good. Um, It's funny, just the practical effort of of tending a fire is like you you can't just throw a big fat log on there but you have to you know the more surface area there is to burn so there it requires a lot of log splitting i don't do the heavy splitting but i'll take a a quarter log and split it several times and it's so amazing that you can with a lot of surface area something burns and it's it's like there's so much more exposure to the fire as opposed to just putting in a big fat log with bark on it yeah yeah and then and and so and then backing up from there when you start a fire well then you have to look at your supply how many logs do you have and then you got to go trudging through the woods (laughs) wow but it's so funny it makes me think about so many times in life, we we want something to be a certain way, and it's like I want a roaring fire. I'm throwing the biggest log I can find on it. Yeah. I want a great relationship. Wow, that's I'm so true. I'm praying for it right now. I want happiness in my marriage. I want children that are respectful. I want. I want. And we go. Hey, good luck throwing that big one <laughs> on a few twigs. <laughs> <laughs> we got to break this down. You got to break it down, and you have to feed it slowly a little at a time mm-hmm. with kindness and respect and a sense of humor. I mean, all those things. And to me, that's the thing. It's just like, oh, oh, you know, and, and always it comes back to how am I not being kind and respectful and embracing and fun loving how and, and what I have found is if I will invite myself to my own life, put on the music, light the candles, fix a great meal. Mm. If I'm so used to being if I'm used to being a good friend to myself, well, love then that thought. somebody else walks in the door and I go, hey, come on in. Mm. We're just hanging out. You know, me and me and me, <laughs> but you're not, it's so weird. It's like it has, it has to start. It just has to start inside each one of us. And, you know, and that to me, that's just the essential part of the, the fellowship of 
the spirit God saying, Hey, I love you. You are special. Just mm-hmm. you. And and from there it's just like, okay, I'm gonna blow on that ember for a minute. Really? I don't feel very special. <laughs> I feel like lumpy and older and no no no, you're special. And then you start thinking about the beautiful things in life. Yeah. And you think about all the gifts and you think about let your mind go to every beautiful starlit night you've ever seen and every good thing and suddenly it's like oh my gosh it like it's it's burning that good thing is burning mm. i remember you know that the things that put it out you know stress and anxiety and you just you know you get on that hamster wheel oh man and it's like you just have to put that on hold and say i'm going to deal with that life-altering problem but first i have got to stoke the fire mm. of good things I love that so much I remember the first time I remember when I met you recently you said something to me that probably you don't even remember but it lingered in me and it was how connected we are as human beings what would you want to say to the listeners about that because I feel like there's such a beautiful running theme in what you're sharing today about the three things you challenge the listeners to remember which is wisdom and compassion for our leaders, no matter who they are and no matter what season we're in, whether it's 2016 or 2021, that we pray for the leaders and that um, the presence of God and deeper understanding of community. What would you want to say about how we're connected to one another? Um, well, I I just think we are. I mean, we are we're all connected by our our experience being human we're all born we have joy we suffer we die we um and then there's the way that we're connected through experience it's so freakish like latan you know i ask the Timber Framers Guild, if they would work in conjunction with me to build a pavilion at our farm, they put out an open invitation to members of the guild across the eastern United States. The coordinator asked your son um, and another man if they would be the project managers. I mean, you know, it was a job. It was a paid job, but he could have asked anybody. True. And so I met your son on a site location. He came back, brought your daughter-in-law, your granddaughter. They're camping on our farm. You show up, your husband. It's just like, and now we're talking on the radio. But it's like, well, yeah, we met. I think we're having coffee in 30-degree weather in a barn. (laughs) (laughs) It's so humbling. The connecting dots of our life. To me, the wonder of that. So there's the wonder of that, you know, six or six or whatever it is, six or seven degrees of separation. But then the other thing, I remember my oldest brother-in-law, when I was going through a divorce from Gary Chapman, um, and this was years ago, uh, decades ago now, but he said, um, hey, as you are processing all of this, just remember, we are all welcome at the table of reconciliation and on the other side of this life when we are all at the same feast he will be at the table wow and so you know i 
I needed in to my hear mind, that today. always saying, what so is good. ultimate, what's the end game here? Mm. And I think the end game always needs to be reconciliation. Oh, that's so beautiful. And so, yeah, and whatever that is, you know, it's just, uh, and how we navigate that in all kind, you know, all kinds of circumstances. But, um, you know, that's just, that's a toolkit that will serve you well. Well, well, what was 2020 like for you? 2020 was hard for a lot of people. What was it like for you? Well, it was sure different. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> Um, it, 2020, uh, let me see. Well, I turned 60 in 2020. Um, in January of 2020, I found out I was going to need open heart surgery from a birth defect that was freakishly discovered. In February, I started the largest, the longest tour, um, with the most dates that I had booked in probably a decade. I was so excited. We rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed. It, it was, I was so, <laughs> I felt like a kid in the candy shop. Aww. And, um, and two weeks into that, uh, or I, I guess through, uh, rehearsals were January, February. And by the time we had launched in March, COVID hit. And so, uh, I have no work for 18 months, neither does my husband. Um, we have super simplified our life. We've all had COVID. I had open heart surgery in June. Um, and then on top of all that, in some ways it is, uh, we have, we have uh, buried not any family members, but, um, Vince's best friend passed away on Mother's Day weekend. Wow. Um, some extended family and friends through work uh, died because of the virus. Mm. And through all that, there have been so many gifts mm. this year. That's so awesome. We would love for you to come back again and share the gifts of 2020 with our listeners, if you would ever be willing to do that. We have to wrap up the show now. Our station managers are giving us the cue. But um, we've loved having you today. Thank you so much. You've been such a blessing to my heart and to Amy's. It's been so good to have you, Amy. Thanks for sharing part of your story and just reminding us to be fire keepers who love others and do it well and build community build community so i'm going to pray for our listeners real quick and we're going to wrap up the show thank you again Amy, so for being with us we loved yes, it thanks for having me father god we just thank you so much for the gift of community yes, and the gifts god. to see things even when we're in crisis or things don't look like we thought they would that you are such a good good god that you show up and you Help us to see all the things that are what Amy called essential in life. Yes. And God, you are essential. You yes, are God. the one who shows up and gives us what we need in some of the hardest moments. Lord, help us to stoke the fire of good things and to be your fire keepers, to be passionate for yes. all the things that you have for us. 
Lord, we're just so grateful for this incredible woman that you've gifted with so much talent and so much heart and soul with eyes to see people and to love them well. And we are so inspired by this conversation today and so humbled by your love for us and how you do connect our lives. We ask for blessing upon blessing over Amy and her family's life, over everything she touches, Lord. May she just magnify you and continue to do all that you desire. Lord, we ask the same for our lives and for every listener's lives. In your holy and precious name, we praise you. Thanks for making Past to Power part of your weekend. We want to always help you be and go courageously and live victoriously as you move into all that God has prepared for your life. Thanks for meeting us here today. Please know that you can listen to any previous podcast or uh, shows on on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. We'd love to connect with you at Facebook and Instagram. And we want to just be really uh, grateful today to get to be with Amy Grant. And please contact us with people that you want to hear from. Thanks for making Pass to Power part of your day. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Past to Power with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible, and her ministry. Past to Power is a listener-supported ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to Go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Past to Power. 94.7 FM, The Word.